Hello, scary dolls. Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. I'm Caro. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Yay! Welcome back, ladies. Hello. Yay! Hello. Ladies and gentlemen's <laughs> gentle balls. <laughs> Jingle ball. Okay, Jingle so balls? this is going to be a great episode, guys. Because <laughs> we're drinking coffee with hot chocolate. I was like, what is it called? <laughs> Coffee with chocolate and marshmallows and creamer. peppermint mocha. Oh my god, dude, diabetes. So good. <laughs> oh, so but good. we needed this. But I had a long so day at work. Good. And we ate tacos earlier. At Canes. I saw that. Yeah. Looks really, really good too. Canes. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, my pocket could afford Jack. No, why no. would I say Jack Skeleton? <laughs> Jack in the box tacos. Well, me and God are literally counting change. Yeah, we're like, okay, how many tacos can we get? <laughs> uh, I think I have enough dollars for yeah. doll- dollar tacos. Oh, but those are bomb. I know. Did y'all listen to the bonus episode? Yes. What y'all think? Timothy. I love the voices. He did yes. good, right? Yeah, it, it was, was really good. good. He showed me when he was done um, editing the episode and I'm laying there because I heard him recording. So I heard the stories like when he was recording. Um, but like the finished like episode that he did, he went into the room and he showed me and I was like listening and I was like, oh, it sounds so good. <laughs> yeah, damn. Well, and then like that first uh, story he did and then like when his laugh comes on, you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I Dios tip. <laughs> okay, so just a quick announcement right now that I have it on my mind. So we are not going to post an episode the weekend of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. We're actually going to take that weekend off to relax and be with family and eat food, eat food and be fat and and chop. (laughs) Last year, we like literally worked all throughout the holidays. But this year we decided, yeah, let's take some time off. So, yeah, so we won't be posting an episode on the 29th, but we will post on December 6th. So just a heads up. Just, you know. Go eat some food. Yay. Yeah, eat some food, relax with family. Go relax. Go relax, chill, eat. Make sure you wear your sweatpants. I know I am. Mm-hmm. Cuz that's all that fits me right now. I was literally just about to say that. <laughs> Corny and leggings. <laughs> I love mean girls. Me too. You know what? If my family wasn't like like if they didn't care what I wore, I would literally just wear like a robe and my underwear. <laughs> and that would be so cool. Wait to Thanksgiving? Hell yeah! Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? I would too. To be honest, just like a robe in my underwear. Whenever, uh, like, like yeah. I take a shower, I like to wear my bathrobe, and I end up wearing it like half the day. Mm-hmm. But if pe- somebody's coming over, then I like have to change. So then I put clothes on. But otherwise, I'm just like, oh, dude, silky lounging robes. around. Silky robes are the best. I don't own a robe. I just lay in my towel. Look, you should get a robe. <laughs> Or if you go really? to a hotel, just stuff one in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> in your pocket. Put in your, your suitcase. <laughs> yeah. Just, just steal it. All I the should. hotel people listening to this are going to be like, Ashley, don't do it. They're going to be like, her stuff. Like, like, write their luggage. names down. We're going to remember them. <laughs> Check their luggage. So I had a sleep paralysis episode, I think it was sometime last week. But it was weird because, like, my body, like, I knew what was happening, but I fought it and I was able to wake up. Really? Yes. Wow. So, You're getting good at that. So did you see my Snapchat where I showed um, Sabrina's panda backpack with my sweater? Yeah. And I was, like, at night, I was, like, at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, it looks like there's a man in a mask floating in the corner. <gasps> so I fell asleep. And I normally don't sleep on my back. And I don't. it might have been because I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't want to sleep on my back because I don't have sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. But I've had sleep paralysis sleeping on my side. But anyways, I was like super tired and like I was in and out of sleep and then I fell asleep. I felt myself wake up, but I had like that numbing feeling of sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. But Tim was already like in bed. He was asleep. Sabrina was in her bed and like all the lights were off. And then I opened my eyes and I saw the panda and my jacket floating Ooh. like midair like towards me. Weird. But it wasn't like I knew it was the panda and jacket, but it was like the floating phantom with the face mask <laughs> coming towards me. And I sat there and I was like I blinked my eyes twice. 
tap my shoes. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, like you feet. did? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I sat there and I just like concentrated and then I opened my eyes again and then I was awake. But it was so weird because when I really woke up, it was like my eyesight, like I still saw like her backpack and my jacket floating. And then like when I officially woke up, it just kind of like came together like against the wall. And then I was like, okay, I'm awake. It was super weird. I don't know how Ooh, to explain it. What? It was that is cool. I think that's But cool. I fought I fought from having sleep paralysis. Oh wow. So, so now just I'm like concentrate. Guys. I know. So now I'm like, oh, I'm a professional. <laughs> I can I'm do a this professional now. dreamer. Well, I, there's people who could travel to other people's dreams. I know. Yeah. yeah. I've heard of that. So mm-hmm. cool. I think I did that when I was little, but I'm not sure. You, you don't know. Like yeah. maybe I have. Well, I'm gonna try tonight to travel to your dreams. <laughs> Now, what's up, Hope? Okay, make, make me a spot. You would make literally sure you bring, be the girl of her dreams. Make sure you bring uh, food. Romantic. I always bring food. <laughs> so, I had a dream. Uh, like I think it was last week, too. That I was at work, but the cafeteria wasn't the cafeteria. It was like this wine and dine, like fancy restaurant. What? Like red silky sheet. I mean, red silky seats with like the round tables and the candles. And like we had like waiters and like people were like serving like alcohol during work hours and stuff. What? So anyways, in my dream, I was having lunch with my, my best friend, Jen. And she was like, we can't be friends anymore. I was like, why? And she was like. Well, because I don't like what Tim, or I don't like or agree with what Tim watches on Netflix. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, he doesn't even watch Netflix. And when he does watch Netflix, it's what the baby wants to watch. Why? I was like, I don't agree with what Julian watches, but look, at look, I'm not over here ending our friendship. She goes, we can't be friends. I don't agree with what he watches on Netflix. And she turned around and walked away. And I woke up. I was like, what the fuck? So I texted her. I was like, hi, good morning. Just to let you know, um, I had a dream that you ended our friendship over what Tim watches on Netflix. And just to let you know, I think that's very petty of you. And you better not ever leave me. <laughs> She was probably like, I love. She goes, oh, she goes, first of all, what did you eat? <laughs> first of all, what did you eat? Second, yeah. And she goes, second, I don't care what Tim watches on Netflix. <laughs> Why are dreams so dramatic? So, I know, I know. super dramatic. And I was like God. all sad and like I hate crying. My, my dream self too. Like I want to punch people in my dreams too. And it's so <laughs> slow and I'm all, hurry, hurry. I can tell myself in my dream to hurry, but my arm won't hurry. <laughs> or have you ever hurry, like... Hurry. Where like you need to call somebody in your dream and you like like if you need to dial nine one one it's like two one one or ten one one and then you can't like and it's like nine two two and you're like and you get real mad. (laughs) Dude, I'm a fucking dumb bitch in my dreams. Not even kidding. Or like um, have you ever had a dream like you're standing there talking to somebody and then suddenly you like don't have a shirt or bra on or like you're just naked? Total bring it on vibes. Oh my god, you have weird dreams. No. Oh, Oh. I have I don't have those types of dreams. What do you dream, Ashley? She's all just a blue screen. <laughs> just a blue screen. It's all like just the static. <laughs> Yo, that bubbly water tastes like TV static. What bubbly water? You know, sp- sprinkling water. What's it oh, called? sparkling the water. Sparkling water. <laughs> sprinkling water. I was like, bubbly water. What are you drinking? <laughs> That's is- what's giving you those dreams. Come on. <laughs> You drink water ra- with alcohol? Radioactive. <laughs> it's all water from my grandma's. Uh, you said it tastes sink. like the static from the TV. Yes. It's obscene. Oh, mouth. I don't know. Like, I just. That's what soda is, though. Carbonation. It's a carbonation. But why does water carbonation taste different? Because water's not supposed to be carbonated like that. Yeah. It's weird. And the soda gives it the flavor. Y'all, when I worked at the zoo, there was this guy who would always go in, right? And he'd be like, Hey, Bubbles. He would call me Bubbles. I'm like, why do you call me Bubbles? And he's like, because you always give me sparkling water. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Get the fuck out. I don't, you know what? Look, I don't want to offend anybody who drinks sparkling water, but I don't know how y'all can drink that. It's so gross. Wait. It's like, it's a Topo Chico. Like, in Mexico, they sell them like Topo Chicos. Oh, yeah. But My they sell those. them. Um, if you go to, like, those little Mexican stands... 
that's the only way I could drink it because they sell it like it's called preparado. But it has they'll put chamoy yeah. and like a bunch of stuff, and what? it just tastes like a chamoy soda. The one that Ooh, my grandma yeah. gives me, good. it has like lime in it. I don't know if she. Yeah. I think she probably puts yeah, lime she, in it. She probably does. But it tastes like um like Seven Up. I don't really mm-hmm. taste Ooh. the water, but plain. I don't like the way like just plain sparkling water tastes. It's got like a like bitter taste. taste to me. I don't like it. It yeah. tastes like static. Like TV <laughs> static. <laughs> okay, I want everybody to buy sparkling water, drink it, and then let us know if you taste the static. <laughs> yes. If it tastes like TV static, let me know. Comment comment below. <laughs> comment below. Comment below. Uh, send us videos of y'all drinking the sparkling water. And then go, why is it so spicy? <laughs> drink spicy. it and then say, why is it spicy? <laughs> <laughs> you do that so good. <laughs> Hi. Oh my god! It's the coffee. <sighs> uh, we're just talking and talking. Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, Donnie Thornberry. I know, and it's all. Um... <laughs> Ashley, don't pee yourself. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get it together. Your nails are done. Oh my god! Oh, if you hear paper, it's scottle. <laughs> I'm from the 17th century. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just wanted to write things down today. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Oh, oh. Sabrina. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah, you're going to hear Sabrina. She's downstairs. She's been naughty. <laughs> What's her name? Chinchilla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, somehow. Who got the keys to my okay. mama? So we're going to be talking about... Drumroll. <laughs> We're bad at this. I'm drunk. <laughs> it's the coffee. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be talking about femme fatale, a.k.a. women killers. Killers. Femme fatale. Women who kill. Women who make your life a living hell. Killer ladies. <laughs> Killer ladies. Killer ladies. So we're going to be talking about me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not a serial killer, I promise. Um, I gotta go. I've come close. Very close. You cast him. <laughs> so my lady that I am going to be talking about, she is from Roma. Roma. And let me tell you, the Italian women, you don't fuck with them. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Girl. You don't mess with Italian They on Italian a whole nother women. level. So... My lady, her name is Leonardo Cinchuli, and she is famous for turning her victims into soap and tea cakes. What? <laughs> Hell yeah, soap? Soap and tea cakes. I don't know what tea cakes are. Me looking at Ashley because she makes soap. <laughs> <laughs> They're like those little cakes that you eat, like uh, the you, English, like yeah, biscuits like, kind oh, of. Like biscuits, and then you like yeah. dip them in your tea or your coffee. 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 Oh. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> She's from New York now. Coffee. You drink put in your coffee. <laughs> Sorry. So Leonardo was born in Montella. Avellino. Uh, while she was a young girl, she did attempt suicide twice. So she like grew up with like all this baggage. Uh, in 1917, she married um, an office clerk named Raphael. Uh, her parents did not approve of the marriage as they, they planned to marry. They actually planned to marry her off to another man because he uh, pretty much like had more money and, you know, arranged marriage and Back all that stuff. stuff. Yeah. So... Because she married uh, Raphael behind her parents' back, her parents actually cursed them. And it didn't say, like, if they actually, like, did, like, spells or stuff. But, like, her mom and her dad basically, like, cursed them and said, like, you know, you're going to have, like, a horrible life with him. Or I hope you have, like, a horrible life with him. Blah, 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 all this horrible stuff. So, in 1921, the couple moved to... Uh, a native town in Lari Montes, where she was sent, where they were actually both sentenced to imprisonment in 1927. And the reason why they were sentenced um, for prison is because they both committed fraud, like on their taxes and stuff. So they were incarcerated for probably like a year or two, and then they let them go. Well, when she was released, they moved to... Lace, is it Lacedonia Avellino? 
after the home was destroyed in nine, and then their home was destroyed in 1930 due to an earthquake. So do you see Dang. like where they say like her parents cursed, cursed her, her in yeah. her marriage? Yeah. <clears throat> so her home was destroyed in 1930 due to an earthquake. So then they moved one more time to Cariago Regia Emilia. I guess that's like a whole like thing. They have like like actual first and last names as like <laughs> cities there. I don't know. Dang. It's crazy. I looked it up and like the yeah like there's a city called like um it's like Rose Rose Mana Amalino or something like that. It's so weird. Wow. Yeah, all these memes. Yeah. So they moved once more. They opened up a small shop. Um, she was very popular and Rose Sprek Rose well-respected within her neighborhood. Um, they went ahead and started to um, try to have kids. She had a total of 17 pregnancies during her marriage. She lost three pregnancies due to miscarriage. Ten of her kids died in her youth, so she had four remaining kids surviving. Can oh you gosh. imagine? So, like... Women that have miscarriages in general, like, go through, like, this hard depression. You know, it doesn't matter, like, whether you're two weeks, four weeks, three weeks, six weeks into your pregnancy. When you lose a child, it does something to you. Yeah. You know, like, it, 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 like a piece of you goes missing. So, like, back then, like, there, were, there weren't those kind of studies. But can you imagine having 17 pregnancies and then having miscarriages and then losing 10 of your kids because they were sick or whatever went on with it. They didn't, they didn't give any detail what oh happened to her kids who died in their youth, but they died. So I can't even imagine losing that many kids. So, like, I can only imagine, like, psychologically how messed up she was. You yeah. know what I mean? So oh. pretty much with her remaining four kids that were there, um, she was, like, super protective. She was overbearing. She, like, she didn't want anything to happen to them. She was... Like, always, like, watching out for them or whatever. So she ended up going to a fortune teller. And this fortune teller said that she would marry and have children. And this was before she got married, of course. So, but this fortune teller that she saw when she was younger didn't tell her that her kids would die. So then she ends up seeing this other, this the same fortune teller. She goes and sees the fortune teller. And the fortune teller tells her, in your right palm, I see prison. And in your left palm, I see a criminal asylum. And that's all that fortune, that palm reader told her. And she said, well, whatever. She walked off. So then in 1939, her oldest son, um, which is also her favorite child, um, decided that he wanted to join the Italian army for World, World, World War II. And she was super determined to protect him at all costs. Like, she completely, like, broke down. She didn't want him to leave. Um, she was scared, of course, we're losing another child. But he was like, Mom, like, I have to do this. I have to do this for my country. I have to help. Like, my country needs me. Let me do this. So then she finally gave in and was like, you know what? Fine. Go join the army or go, go join the war. She was like, don't worry, I will protect you. And he's like, what do you mean you'll protect me? Don't worry about it. Just be careful. Just know that I will protect you. So in her mind, the only way to protect him was to have human sacrifices. <laughs> oh, so pretty much a soul for her son's soul. Oh, so damn. she ends up killing three women. And all of them were neighbors. To her? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So her first victim was name is Faustina Seti. Um, she was the first victim that um that that Leonardo ever killed. Uh so basically uh Fanista went to Leonardo asking her to help her find a husband. So she was basically like, yeah, you know, I'll help you find a husband, but you have to pay me this much money. And then she agreed that she would pay her like, I don't know if it was like her taxes or something, but she she got the neighbor to sign off that pretty much like a chunk of her life savings would go to her um, if she would help her find a husband. So she was like, OK, 
I'll help you find a husband. I actually have somebody that I, I want you to meet. Um, you have to travel to go and see him. So what I want you to do is go ahead and write letters to your family, write postcards to your friends. Um, you're going to get on a train and you're going to meet him. But I'll send these letters out to your family so they know that you're OK. And her neighbor's like, OK. So she writes all these letters to her parents, to her siblings, her cousins, like, hey, I'm traveling. I'm going to meet this man. I'm going to marry him, blah, blah, blah. So that night she does it. Uh, Leonardo gives her wine that's mm. drugged and ends up killing her with an axe, drags her body into a closet. And there, that is where she cut her into nine parts, gathering the blood into a basin. And pretty much in an official statement, she described what she did. And I quote, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of acoustic soda, which I had bought to make soap and stirred the mixture until the pieces dissolved into a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated, dried, and in the oven. I ground it and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milks, and eggs, as well as a bit of ma ma margarine, kneading all the ingredients, um, mixing all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy cheese, uh, tea cakes and served them to the ladies who would come and visit and have tea with me. Oh, and I also ate them too. Bitch, oh my god. <laughs> this bitch made a fucking three-course meal. End quote. God. What the fuck? So oh her second victim was Francisca Solvay. Uh Francisca uh friend I'm sorry, Francisca was actually I'm sorry, Juanita helped Francisca find a job at the school for girls there in the little town that she lived in. Um, she persuaded her also to write postcards to friends and to family. Um, and, and this time, like detailing her plans of like what she was going to do when like she leaves in her departure to go out of town and blah, blah, blah. So pretty much she gave her drugs and wine, just like her first victim. She killed her with an axe. Their murder occurred on September 5th, 1940. Savvy's body was given the same treatment as her first victim. And also, Leonardo was also um, to have obtained $3,000 um, from the, for her first victim, she was able to get $3,000 from her death. Because oh. remember how she wrote, wrote out, the letters. Well, well, she wrote the letter <clears throat> and she also had her sign some paper, like she got some sort of her life savings, like some part of her life savings if something were to happen to her. So she got like $3,000 from her death. Dang. So mm. pretty much for this victim, she did the same thing. She baked her into um, the tea cakes, but also she turned she turned her and um, some of her body parts into soap. So like she made soap out of like her blood and like some of her skin particles. Yeah. And she sold them to people? She used them she to used wash her body. She used them herself? Yes. And I believe... Um, in the article, Sucia. it said that she gave them out as gifts, like for Christmas. <laughs> Ashley, you gave me a soap last year. I, I'm scared. Yeah, you gave me a soap too. Killer lady. I'll never tell. You're horrible. That's so insane, dude. The second victim, her name is Virginia Seapple. Uh, this was her third and final victim. Um, pretty much, um, this girl, she worked as a secretary in Florence and with the other, just like the other two women, she instructed her, um, she instructed her not to tell a single person where she was going. She was going to have to write letters or whatever, but this victim ended up telling her sister, Hey, I'm going to go to my friend's house. I'm going to write some postcards to the family. Um, but just to let you know, like, I'm going to go out of town. So mm -hmm. she didn't listen to Leonardo when Leonardo said, don't tell anybody because we're going to write them letters. This victim, in a way, kind of sort of was smart and told her sister, hey, this is where I'm going to be. I'll talk to you afterwards, mm -hmm. you know, before I leave. Yeah. So same thing with her. She um, drugged her. She butchered her. This happened on September 30th, 1940. Um, however, unlike the first two victims, oh, I'm sorry. So the first two victims were made into the tea cakes. The third victim is the one that was made into tea cakes and soap. I got them mixed up. 
So pretty much she said, unlike the first two victims, um, Virginia's body was melted to make soap. And she says in a quote, she ended up in the pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, I was able to make the most acceptable creamy soap I've ever I've ever had. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. Oh, and the cakes, too. They were even better than the other first two women. It it was really sweet. End quote. She was probably chunky. Oh, my gosh. She fucking psycho. Yeah. Jeebus. Virginia's sister grew super suspicious of her sister's sudden disappearance. And she had last seen her. She had last seen her taking off to Leonardo's house, of course, because that's where her sister told her she was going to go. So she went ahead and reported it to the police. The police opened up investigation who soon arrested Leonardo. Leonardo did not confess to the murders until they believed that her son, um, Juepsi was involved in the crime. So they were saying that um, they were thinking that her son was the one who was involved, but he was off to war, which I don't, I don't think this was the one that was off to war. I'm not sure which son it was, but they, they were insinuating that her son was involved in the crimes. So as soon as like they brought her kids into it, which was her son, she started crying and she said, no, it's not my son. It was me. I killed them. She confessed to everything, told them exactly what she did, that she baked them into tea cakes. She baked them into soaps. And apparently she still had some of the soap bars in her house. (laughs) She still had some tea cakes left over from her last victim. Um, So they were able to confiscate everything and confirm that there was... Human remains. Human remains that matched to the third victim. And I think she had like, um, she had some stuff left over from the second victim. Um, But she did confirm, yes, I did kill them. This is what I did. Made an official statement, blah, blah, blah. Damn. Yeah. So, of course, the only reason why she even confessed was because they were thinking that her son had something to do with it. So she was obviously found guilty of her crimes. She was sentenced to 30 years in prison and three years in criminal in the criminal asylum. Um, so you remember what the palm reader said that she saw prison in her left hand and she saw a criminal asylum on her right. So Leonardo ended up um, dying of several prolexy in the women's criminal asylum um, on October 15, 1970. And there's actually a number of artifacts from the case, including the pot, that she cooked the that she boiled the victims in on display at the criminolo- criminology museum in Rome. Thing. Yes. And also <clears throat> fun fact, there's a darkly comic play about Leonardo um called Love and Magic in Mama's Kitchen and it was first produced by Lena Weltzmer at the Spoleto Festival in 1979, the play began. And so the play was first brought there, like, you know, like one of those like festivals that they do, like for the short films and yeah. stuff. So they first did the play there and it was so popular that it ran on Broadway in 1983. Dang. Dang. Yeah. Broadway. Broadway. Wow. Way to go. You know what? It kind of <laughs> reminds me of like the female version of a Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's Leonardo. I'm sorry, Leonardo Cincioli. Damn. She's known that's as insane. the the uh, soap serial killer in Rome. Soaps. I can't believe she made them into soap. She made too. them into like. soap and tea cakes and washed her body and ate them. And her last victim was super sweet. I. Jeebus. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. I, I, I have no like, words. Well, how she said, too, out. that her skin was, like, so creamy and white. So when she melted it and boiled it, she was able to make soap. Like, all I Ugh. pictured was, like, like a lot of fat. So how that's you, why I'm looking yeah. at my stomach. I'm like, like how do you Dang. boil a body, though? Like, I wonder if she drained it. And then I, started, I was like, I wonder if she drained the body to where it was just, like, the liquid and, like, all the bones and extra stuff that was there. Did she just, like, throw it out into the septic I tank? Or? I always picture, like, for some reason, I don't know why, but I always picture them, like, putting, like, a cheesecloth over a bathtub, cutting everything into little pieces, and, like, sm- taking all the blood well, out. Well, it, said that she, it said that she, well, I don't know, that was the first and second victim, that she axed them into nine pieces. But I wonder if 
Like maybe she cut the bones like small. Or like what if she just like did it like, you know, like the chickens, like when you're when you kill a chicken, you pluck the hairs and you pull the bones that your bones out if you want it to be boneless. Oh. Like I wonder if she did that too. Oh, that's just like a lot of body though. Yeah. <laughs> like where did the bones go? That was go, messy. Though? Yeah. How did nobody know that she did this? I don't know. That's just crazy. Ay. It's weird to think about, Let right? Let me try it. Come here, Tim. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's see. You think if we Google how to... No. No, I'm not going to put that on my Google. They're going <laughs> to mark me. Yeah, flagged. My, my FBI agents can be like, oh, there she goes. <laughs> my FBI agents right now, he's telling me, stop, stop. Don't I think know. about it. He's going to send, like, like, on Tim's story, they're going to send, like, us messages on our computers and cell phones. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got a message. It says, don't do it. It's all listen to me. No, it was my Pinterest. <laughs> oh my God. That's hilarious. I, okay. Well, now after hearing that one, I don't know. My lady doesn't sound that bad. Um. <laughs> I mean, they're all pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, if you kill somebody, it's pretty bad. True. Oh, that's very true. Okay. Well, mine, we are going far, far, far back in... What are you doing? Showing Mandy my boobs. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay, so we're going really far back into time here. I chose to do um, Countess Elizabeth Bathory. And she was born in Transylvania in 1560. So apparently she was already very famous because her family was, like, super wealthy. So she was, like, a countess and, like... Uh, she was like so rich that like any trouble or stuff she got into, she'd always get away with it because her family like had so much money. So that kind of hinted foreshadowing. Mm. Um, anyways, so um, a lot of her family and her relatives, they actually were a very like disturbing family. So um, her uncle uh, was actually part of like this Satanism group and tried to like convince her to go into Satanism. Okay. Um, and her aunt actually taught her all about, I can't say this word, so sodomasochism. Sodom I don't do math. Sadomasochism. It looks like a sadomasochism. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't do math. <laughs> A girl that's English. <laughs> I th I think it has something to do with Satan. I'm not sure. It sounds like something sadistic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So her entire family, like, they were very disturbed and they were, like, into, like, all this witch witchy stuff. All this dark stuff. So, um, so she was into that. And then when she was 15 years old, she was actually supposed to be married to the Count Nade. And she was like the same thing, like they were going to, you know, arrange marriage. But she actually um, fell for one of her like servants or like a they called him a lower, a lower lover type of person. So he wasn't like on her same level as so he wasn't rich. He wasn't like famous. His family didn't have money. So he was con considered like beneath them. Aww. And so she fell in love with him. It doesn't say his name, though. Um, and they actually ended up having a kid together. Well, her soon-to-be husband found out, um, and it was said that he tortured him and um, chopped his body into little pieces and then took the daughter, like, as his own, so that way no one would find out that she cheated on him, basically. Oh, and then they were oh they were gosh. married after that. Uh, but, um, so apparently, when they were married, um, it doesn't say how or why she started getting into, like, all of this, but I take it as because of her aunt and uncle and her family being like all disturbed and stuff um she would actually torture um females oh yeah she would torture a lot of like her servants like the ones that would come help her get dressed feed her bathe her like all that kind of stuff um she would actually um like torture them and so it was said that her husband the one the count nate nady um, that he actually, she made him build like a torture chamber in their house, but it says that she became even more into torturing them after, cause he passed away. Like, I think their daughter was maybe like 13, 14 years old and mm -hmm. he actually like passed away. And so it was said that she became even worse after that. So they were saying that he was like an accomplice to her 
Like he would know about the torturing and let her do it, but that he kind of like reined her in a little bit. So she still killed people, mm-hmm. but, but not as the not bad. as yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was said that she would torture these ladies um, by jamming pins and needles under their fingernails Ooh. and tying them down. She would smear honey on them and then leave them to be attacked by bees and ants. So they would be there for days and weeks. And like these bees would go and sting her and the ants would bite her, basically like eating her alive pretty much. Um, So she became super worse after um, her husband died. And um, she had a few of her former nurses. Um, I think one of them's name was Dorota and one of them's name was Jew. Or Joe. It says J-O-O, so I'm going to say Joe. Um, They were pretty much like her accomplices. They would bring girls like to her. So they were like, um, like they kind of like turned the other way, but they didn't like stop her or turn her in either. Um, So one of the things that she would do besides having them eaten alive by bees and ants was she would often bite chunks out of their flesh. And would make the girls, so she like uh, bit chunks of their flesh, like off their arms, their legs, like their stomachs. She would make them like cook their own flesh and then (gasps) eat it themselves. So they were like eating their own. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But um, it was said that the reason she did this was because if she ate their flesh and they were all young girls. Like they were between 13 and like 20 years old. So they were young. Oh, babies. Yeah. They were super, super young. Um, but she did this because she believed that if she ate their flesh and drank their blood, that she would be young and healthy for the rest of her life. So mm. she's like really linked to Dracula from way back then. I'll get into that in a second. But um, she's considered like the very first an oldest vampire because she would like drink their blood to stay, you know, young. Well, I mean, she is from Transylvania, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, she's like linked to Dracula, but there's yeah, sort of kind of. So because her family was so rich and she wouldn't ever get in trouble, her crimes were actually ignored until 1610. But there was King Matthias finally intervened um, because he had begun finding victims among the daughters of like local noblemen. And so they were coming and complaining to the king, like my daughter's missing. The last I heard, she was like working over here. You know, she was a servant or she has a friend that was over there. They went over there. So they started complaining to him. So he decided to, okay, let's go ahead and like check this out. Um, Well, in January of 1611, Um, Bathory and her accomplices were put on trial for 80 counts of murder and they were all convicted, but Bathory actually escaped execution because the rest of them, they were executed. Instead, she was confined to one of the rooms in her castle and she had to sit there without, um, without much air. Like it only had little slits. Like she didn't have a window or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like little tiny slits. So she only had like a little bit of air and they only gave her like a little bit of food, not a whole lot. And she only survived for three years after that and died in August of 1614. So the link between her and Dracula um, is because they're both from um, Hungary or Transylvania Mm -hmm. area. And they lived in the same geographic reign as Vlad the Impaler. Impaler. Yeah. Impaler. Impaler. <laughs> Impaler. So that's why they're both like linked together. But she was actually born less than 100 years after Vlad. Um, so a lot of their stories like Dracula and Vlad and her, like they kind of like intertwine a little bit. Yeah. So like over the years, like stories by mouth and stuff like that, like people started kind of exaggerating her thing. So they would even say that she would actually drink her blood, drink their blood mm-hmm. like an actual vampire. But really it wasn't because she would just bite their flesh. She wouldn't actually like suck their blood from there. She would actually like kill them first, then like kind of, you know, drain their blood out, then drink it. So she wouldn't like mm. do it like an actual vampire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still weird. Yeah. But they they keep 
putting them back together. But it was only because of how many women she killed and how she did it. And because she drank their blood that they consider her like a early vampire type thing. So it took them how many years to investigate it? Um, it took them about. They started it in 1610. So about like. I think 15 years. Oh, my God. All those people. Yeah. Because she, her and her accomplices killed like over 80. Because she wouldn't. Oh, that's um, right. Because she started when she was uh, married. Yeah. And she got married when she was 15 years old. Yeah. yeah. So, but she started doing it after her husband died even more. Because I was, it doesn't say much, but I'm guessing like he didn't really. Or like it agree. probably triggered something too in her, like her grief. So then she went batshit more crazy and killed everybody yeah oh yep. poor babies yep they're little they were super super little but i think it's because of her uncle and her aunt because they taught her like satanism stuff because that's the only way i could think about it because she thought like oh i need to drink their blood in order to stay young forever but uh, satanism isn't always like isn't about killing i don't think I mean, there's people that, that take practice it, that it way. and then they take it like a step further. So maybe like I think that's because what she, she was yeah. already like messed up and crazy, it she took it that step further. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And it because just sounded like she just enjoyed killing yeah. too. Or Don't I was go also, to Transylvania. <laughs> I was also thinking because like she's like, Oh, I could probably get away with it because of my family. Yeah. So she mm-hmm. had that mentality too. Mm-hmm. She's probably like, I could do whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. She thought she'd never get caught. Oh, yeah, but yeah, 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 that was Countess Elizabeth Bathory. 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 She was psycho. Bathory. She was a vampire. <laughs> Early vampire. She was Dracula's long lost cousin. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, sorry if you hear my pages, but I decided this time to write everything down because I'm blind and I don't want to look at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have two stories for you guys. You should get a typewriter and like whenever you feel Ka-ching. like writing it, just type everything out on the and typewriter. Then like, and then <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I just really felt like writing it. Usually I'll email it to myself and I'll read it. But like <sighs> there's something soothing, though, about writing. Yeah. yeah. That, and then I'm like the flow of my pen was just going. I'm like, girl, I'm just going to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I love writing. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Okay, y'all, I have two stories. I don't know how women killers, um, women killers um, entertain me, fascinate <laughs> me. I don't know. So this story, I first, first heard it with Bailey Sarian because I love her. Um, but I didn't like want to be like, oh, I'm going to copy her word for word or whatever. But one thing is the way she says Aqua Tafana, I can't. I can't say it any other way. Like when I see it, I say, Aquatavana. <laughs> so if you hear me say that, just know I got it from her. <laughs> it's, I, it's hard to say it normal now. <laughs> um, okay. So this is a weird name. It's like Gulia. So with it's like Julia with a G. So I'm just going to say her name is it Julia. It reminds me of a Julia Gulia. Never been kissed. Julia. No, it's never been kissed. Yeah, I don't want to be Julia Gulia anymore. I, that's why I don't want to say Gulia. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just going to say Julia. <laughs> so um, I actually read all this from this website called All Things. No, allthatsinteresting.com. So like in the 17th century Italy, women were like auctioned off like objects to like loveless and abusive marriages. So these women... Um, had no financial or social power. The, in reality, they only had three choices. So it was just like, get married, stay single, and be a prostitute, or become a respected widow. Those are your three choices. Like, you don't get no in-betweens. Damn. So for many women, the third option was the most attractive. So luckily for them, Rome, so this happened in Rome, Rome had um, a flourishing criminal magical underwear, underworld underwear (laughs) that provided the services to make this possible. So in other words, there was a lot of alchemists and experts in black magic. They call it black magic, but it was really just like stuff that the doctors and the priests didn't want to do, like abortions, stuff that was like frowned upon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where Julia comes in. So it's believed that she was born around 1620 in Sicily. Strange thing is that Julia's mom was executed for killing her own husband Aye. with poison. Aye. So. Portia. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, mom. She's <laughs> such a good role model. So um, Julia also became a widow and she moved um, with her daughter to Rome. So she followed her mother's footsteps and um, maybe even used the same recipe. So Tafana began selling a concoction of her own. So with the help of her daughter and other women, Julia became a friend to troubled women. Julia had a cosmetic shop and this shop would sell her poison. She named it Aqua Tafana. Aqua Tafana. (laughs) So, um, I mean... She did have some customers go in there that would just get cosmetics. So it was like a real functioning shop. It wasn't just like a poison shop. You know what I mean? Um, The poison was packaged so well that it would blend in with the other makeup, um, like in the vanities and stuff. The bottle itself was labeled Mana of St. Nicholas of Body. So it was a popular healing oil for blemishes. Aqua Tefana was powerful colorless and tasteless um it could kill a man in four to six drops so be careful and it was super undetectable it would kill the victims um mimicking a disease so it was just people just thought that the men were dying because it was like a cold or like a flu of some type Um, or a covid i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) julia uh would tell her customers to give them Four doses. So the first dose would make the person weak and tired. The second dose would make them cramp and vomit and become thirsty. And so this was like a really slow and pain, not, well, slow death for the husband. So it would give him time to be like, shit, like, I'm dying. I better write a will, leave everything to my wife, to my kids. Um. So it was like a really smart move mm-hmm. yeah. i want to say back then i'm not saying murder your husband but um <laughs> how they say it, it makes them get their ducks in a row you know so by the third dose they would either still be sick or they would already die so it would take up to four doses to kill um the men so everything was going good and julia's client list was growing Everyone was very, like, protective of Julia because they knew, like, if Julia gets caught, all her clients get caught. You know what I mean? So. Damn. Can you imagine, like, being protected like like that? Yeah. So everyone was really protective of Julia. They're like, dude, if somebody snitches, then we're all going down with her because, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. that bought from her. So Um, they, like, specifically knew that that was, like, a poison thing. Yes. They would buy it because um, they were in marriages that were loveless, and like they would always get beat. And you know how, like back then, they used to marry you off for like Mm -hmm. money or like, you know, if you weren't married, you were basically a prostitute, a sex worker, like a hoe. Mm -hmm. Like you were (laughs) like like, looked back then. It was like frowned upon to not be married, like (laughs) by the age of thirteen. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. (laughs) All right, I guess I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, let's see. So she would actually coach the girls like on how to do it. She would tell them like you put a few drops, you put like a drop in like with a meal and then like a couple of days later do another drop. Oh, but like as soon as he starts getting sick, like when he dies, you make sure you say like I want an autopsy or like I want a check done to make yourself look not guilty. Not guilty. So she was very smart and she would also only like Okay, the way she would get clients is like word of mouth. So um, if somebody, let's say you were having trouble with your marriage, right? And I'm like, go to this lady, but I'm only telling you because I trust you and I know you won't like back out or tell. So everyone was real tight. Yeah. Like a tight community of little killers. I don't know. It was weird. So everything was going good for her until one day um, one of her new customers flipped out. So she made her husband some soup. She like made the table, gave him his soup. He was literally, he picked up the spoon and was going to put it in his mouth. And she flipped out. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't eat that soup. 
He's like, why, why? And she just wouldn't say anything. So the husband started beating the shit out of her. And he's like, tell me why I can't eat the soup. And she's just like, I put poison in it. So the husband like lost his shit and he called the cops and he's like, you know, this bitch trying to poison me or whatever. So they take her in, the lady, and she didn't want to say anything at first, but back then they used to, I guess, beat the shit out of you till mm-hmm. you talked. So they were beating the poor lady and um, she finally told them where she got the stuff from. So it took them like all those years to like catch her because it was like a long time. So. I started talking and I forgot to read my notes and now I mean I don't even know because I got so excited. Um, <laughs> it's like it takes one like that one person, person to take down to like, take everybody down. Yeah. So so like word got back to Julia um, that they were looking for her. She ran away um, from home and she went to get sanctuary. Is that what it's called? Like mm-hmm. she went to a church like to like you know let her stay the night or whatever. Um, they eventually found out where she went and like this big mob went to the church and they're like, you know, hand her, hand her over. Oh, <laughs> and the church was just like, you know, bye Felicia. Like, <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta, you get, gotta out. get out of here. I don't want to burn my place down. <laughs> yeah. So she was then tortured and, um, she confessed as killing as many as 600 men. <gasps> 600 men between Damn. 1633 and 1651 alone making her the mastermind behind one of the most notorious murder plots in history she was executed with her daughter and 40 other lower class customers so this is kind of messed up but the the lower class people got killed but the higher class customers um they were just put in jail or some of them were like, what? Like, that was a poison. I just used it for like my blemishes. Like, uh, and they let I them go. I didn't know. Yes. Liars. So, uh-huh. so they only killed, they killed her, her daughter, the people that would work, I guess, at the little shop. And she only, I mean, she didn't remember the whole client list, but the few people she remembered, they got executed as well. <gasps> Is it bad that like, I don't feel bad for those men? Especially the one that she freaking was like, "Don't eat the soup," and he starts beating the shit out of her. Like, be like, "Just kidding." Well, like the, the men. Okay, I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure it's like the high class women. They probably like wanted to cut their men off for like their money, right? Mm-hmm. But like the lower class women, especially, I'm sure like they were getting beat, abused, you know, all that stuff. So I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for the men who died that deserved it. Wife, that deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Call me psycho, we're probably I don't gonna care. get a lot of like what, but because a killer is a killer. I know, I just don't but kill. But you're um, not supposed to kill. But but some people actually look at her as a hero. Yeah. Damn. I'll make a compromise um, for back then because you couldn't <laughs> go to the police because women were stupid and lied and frowned upon and nobody believed a woman back then. We didn't have any rights or anything, so yeah. we had no respect. So they did what they had to do to protect themselves and I'm sure their kids. So yeah, True. you go, girl. <sighs> and that True was Aquatafana. <laughs> damn that's crazy when you said client list i lit i literally just like pictured her having like this small little black book of like all the women she <laughs> yeah can you imagine i like imagine them coming in like already dressed in black you got the stuff yeah i need the stuff or like hey yo i'm trying to kill this that's a cool name too it rolls off the tongue it's perfect okay the holidays are coming up I'm sorry if this next story grosses you guys out. So sorry. I'm going to mess up y'all's Christmas. I'm not. I'm excited Everything for Everything grosses story. me out. It's fine. <laughs> Again, sorry if I mess up your holiday dinners. Check your food. So have to do a turkey. No, not a turkey. Not a turkey. Okay. This is for after the turkey. It's not ham, is it? No. This is, okay. This I, is I guess my it's favorite. Like, it would be like any time during the year, but it's super popular for during Christmas. During Christmas. Oh, now I'm Are really ready? curious. So, this is the story of La Tamalera in Mexico. The tamale lady. It doesn't sound scary. Ay. But it's a tamale lady. Ay. Sorry if I mess up tamales for y'all. So, this happened in Mexico City, July 17, 1971. Trinidad, Trinidad, I'll just say it in Spanish. Trinidad Ramirez was on her second marriage. She married a man named Pablo Diaz. So, Trinidad had three kids from her prior marriage. 
It doesn't say their names, but since she had such a big family, she needed to help her husband provide for them. Um, so she would sell atole and tamales. Um, atole is like porridge, kind of like it's warm and, you know, like a like comfort, I guess you could say. Um, Pablo, her husband, he would beat her and her three kids, especially when he was drunk. Um, so one month, Pablo, Pablo didn't have enough money to pay the rent. So I'm guessing um, Trini, let's just call her Trini. Trinidad is too long. So I guess Trini, Trini didn't sell enough tamales that month. And he got really mad and he beat her and he beat the crap out of her three kids because they weren't his kids. So he beat the shit out of them until they were like all bloody or whatever. That makes me asshole. Yeah, ugly. After that, Trini decided that she wasn't going to let him abuse her and her kids anymore. She was like done with him. She waited for Pablo to fall asleep and grab a bat and then started hitting him in the head until he was dead. Um, She snapped out of it and she was like, what the hell did I do? Like, what am I going to do next? She knew she had to get rid of the body fast. So um, she took him down to the kitchen and used the same knife that she used to cut the meat for tamales because that knife was like the sharpest she started cooking the meat i don't know where she just like was like cutting his skin his body parts and she's just like fuck it she put everything in a pot and started cooking him she then ended up making tamales to sell the next morning (laughs) so she's like might as well the food is already made um, the only thing that she didn't cut was the head. So I think she just like boiled it so it wouldn't smell, but she wanted to get rid of it later. So she kept it like by her bed, um, until she was able to bury it or hide it somewhere. So anyway, she went out to sell her tamales. It turns out that, um, you know, she's selling the tamales and this lady is eating the tamales and she finds a piece of a finger she accidentally (laughs) left a piece of a finger in one of the tamales um can you imagine like you're eating a tamale and then you just like bite a finger a little pinky just like (laughs) falls out (laughs) So, so the person that found the finger was freaking out. So she caught the cops on her and uh, Trini was at her house. And as soon as she saw the cops, she didn't even deny it. She was like, you know what? This piece of shit used to beat me and my kids. I fucking killed him. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know, she was like, whatever. She was only given 40 years in prison. She wasn't given like a death penalty or anything. 40 years. Um, She only did 20 out of those 40 because she, I guess, behaved. She got out in 1991 from jail and then she just died later natural causes but damn <laughs> she like walked in that prison like yeah i killed my husband and what made him into tamales and shit now i went to with a finger i mean but did the lady like it before the finger though Hell like yeah. well you see i the reason why i remember this is because in mexico well you know how they air novelas or whatever, mm-hmm. right? So there was this one. It wasn't a novela, but it was like a, like a show. Mm-hmm. It's called Mujeres Asesinas, like killer women. Mm-hmm. And um, it aired in Mexico and here. And so I remember I would watch it with my mom. And this is one of the episodes that stuck with me. Like, I will never forget this episode because it was ugly, like, they made it look so real that you fucking hated that guy. I was like, hell yeah, fucking kill him. Like <sighs> the reenactment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And the lady, like she would cry like when they would beat her. And I was just like, kill him, kill him. <laughs> I will never forget this episode. Maybe I'll find it and we can all watch it one day. Um, so y'all could see, but um, it's called Mujeres Asesinas. I think mm-hmm. they, they probably have it on YouTube or something, but yeah, I'm sure. But the series is about nothing but women killers. So if y'all want to watch it, I mean, it's in Spanish, but they talk about everything, like from well, prostitution. They, they have to a me. show called Women Killers. On, they do uh, on the ID channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a story about like it's just stories it's really about good. them. It's just like all but, the episodes are just like of all these different women that killed men or but, just killed in general. But if I like one thing about these is they don't kill like the stories that come out. They don't kill men just to kill them. They kill them for a reason, mm-hmm. like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like either beating them or 
I don't know. There's always a backstory. Okay, okay. First of all, now I went to Molly's. Uh-huh. Second, um, I don't feel bad for the men that deserved it. So Nope. Uh-uh. It's just sad though that back then, like you couldn't really go to the police. Yeah. See, at least like the women, like they use their resources though. Like they made them into tamales, soap, <laughs> tea cakes. Well, my my lady <laughs> my lady she was just crazy. Well, true, true. And she killed she killed her neighbors. Use so. true. Gifts. Use your gifts, ladies. <laughs> Miranda's gonna make skin earrings. <laughs> Ashley's gonna make soap, and I'm gonna make car fresheners. <laughs> She's gonna make air freshies out of somebody's penis. <laughs> Yum. Oh my god! Yeah, so. use your resources, girls. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. My cut. FBI agent just texted me to stop. Nah. I'm gonna cut like the man's skin and like leave it out to dry and then make it into like earrings. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's all natural yes. leather. Oh, <laughs> it's organic leather. Organic. All natural. No artificial <laughs> particles. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. The, Get your fresh earrings. <laughs> what? What is this hair? Oh, it's not hair. It's fur. <laughs> it's fur. It's natural it's fur. It's organic. My FBI agent's like, okay, let me just flag her anyway. <laughs> just in case. They're going to bust in through that door. What are y'all talking about? I know. Oh, my God. They're going to like, they're listening to our podcast on purpose. They're making notes of everything we say. (laughs) Joke's on you, FBI agents. I don't got a man. (laughs) (laughs) You're so stupid. I do. Uh, And who knows if he's going to be alive with 10 episodes over. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Girl. Me, I've never killed a man, but I've come close. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't know about y'all, but now I went to Molly's. Yeah, me too. Oh, and let me just say public announcement. If you put ketchup on your tamales, that's gross. Who are you? (laughs) Why? I know like I've seen a lot of people people who do that. I've seen a lot of people share like if you don't put um, ketchup on your tamales, what are you doing? I'm like, girl, what are you doing? Like if you do that shit in Mexico, you'll get get Cut up and made into tamale like, <laughs> no, you don't do that that's disrespectful <laughs> that's disrespectful <laughs> have you seen those uh, memes where it's like um you're mexican but you don't like and everybody mm. there's somebody that said flour tortillas <gasps> what <I> saw, <laughs> how do you not like flour tortillas <laughs> I saw people put menudo, and I guess I get it because it's tripe, but... I still eat that shit. I still eat it. I love menudo, dude. I don't give a shit. No, I'm good. You just want... Now now I'm pozole. I want pozole. Mm. I've been craving pozole. Pozole rojo. My mom makes good pozole. Mm, Invite me over. Okay. Okay. Bring me a bowl. (laughs) Fine. I'll Uh, tell her to make it here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw somebody put uh, flour tortillas. Then somebody else said salsa. What? what they don't like chips and salsa girl uh, i don't think that dude well somebody Sometimes. else said guacamole <gasps> i know a lot of people that don't like yeah me too um, avocado i think lena is one of them i disowned her for that oh but lena's <laughs> not mexican oh i forget <laughs> what is she she's uh italian and middle eastern yeah oh yeah she's not mexican or anything i forget oh. too, she gets like, a pass when we that last time we hung out with her we we were like, oh, she's like, I've never seen any of this before. We went to the Day oh, of the Dead we store. went to the store where they saw the Day of the Dead stuff. She saw, like, amazed. And I'm like, you are looking seen at this her before? Well, what and kind of Mexican like, are you? She's like, I'm not Mexican. I'm Middle Eastern and Italian. We're like, oh, we forget. Yeah, I'm sorry. We forget she's not Mexican. <laughs> it's because all we have here is Mexican. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's like, we're just all here. Mexican. Sorry, I forgot. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry little Italiana. Italiana, Espaghettiana. <laughs> she's she's listening to this episode, bitches. I know, <laughs> dumb hoe. Anyway, love you. Anyway, guys, um, support your local tamale vendors at gas stations. <laughs> <laughs> um, support your local soap makers as well. Mine didn't make anything, so <laughs> support your local vampires. <laughs> support local vampires. vampires. <laughs> 
I remember killing is bad. It's different times now. So if you don't see do something, it. say something. If you see something, just call the cops. Just call don't the cops. Try, don't try to kill anyone, you don't, guys. Yeah, don't, don't get do curious. It. It's not worth it. It don't don't. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a lot of work. I'm just saying, just throwing that out there. I could just imagine like how messy it is. I'm like. I can't imagine like killing somebody and trying to clean. It. I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm calling the cops on myself. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm like, not cleaning this up. I barely want to like clean my cat's litter box, and all I have to do is scoop. Can you imagine? <laughs> Poor Voodoo's no. just staring at me like, hello. Clean Nobody the box. has time for that. See something, say something. Call the cops. Report it. Like, just don't tell, kill. Tell anybody. your school principal. Whatever it is. <laughs> tell, <laughs> a tell a friend. Be a tell a friend. Write a letter. The friend will take it to the police. Like. Use your resources, but just don't kill. <laughs> but these are all scary, scary. I know this is a different type of scary, but as always, girl we power. It, we make it kind of light. So <laughs> girl power, scary. Girl, girl, girl powder. Scary. Girl powder. <laughs> Every time I say girl power, it reminds me of like the Spice Girls movie. It was full of girl power oh. all over. Such a good movie. Oh, I love well, I think I by the time this episode airs, it'll be the week of Thanksgiving. So I just want to say happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Turkey Day. Yay. Make sure you eat all the turkey, all the stuffing, all the potatoes. Wait, will it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Wear your stretchy pants. Oh, and make sure you eat your <laughs> greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. And I send you, it to y'all. And if you don't uh, celebrate Thanksgiving, that's okay too. You sit at home, you eat pizza, watch TV, take a nap, do your thing. Do your thing. You yeah. do you, boo boo. We still love you and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. So, thank you. But if you have any suggestions on like other type of murders you want us to cover, because we're trying to like make it more broad. Yeah. We're trying yeah. to be a. Uh, what is it? Creative with our true crime topics. So if you have any suggestions, send them to us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Make sure to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, subscribe on YouTube, and follow our Scary Not Scary Podcast VIP page on Facebook. Make sure you join. You don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes Podcast app. Follow us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, download Podbean, subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe. Subscribe, 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 <laughs> subscribe. And I think that's it. You got it. And Aqua Tavana. Aqua Tavana. And happy holidays. We love you. We'll happy see you in December. Yay. Until next time, remember to always stay scary. No men were harmed in the making of this episode.